0: Good evening, guys. How are we doing? So we are going to start off another month of action. So I think at the end of September, we put on, how did you get on with September? And some of you are like, it didn't quite go to plan. But see, for the majority of you that said that, it was still a pretty good month. So again, at the beginning of the month, we always kind of overestimate how well we're going to do. You can kind of see that with you guys with High Rocks just now. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then you underestimate how much life is going to get into the way, in the way. So good idea to do is to have like your best possible scenario and then your minimums. So if life gets in the way, what are the minimum things that you can do to still keep moving forward to that goal? So that's a really good kind of mindset to have at the beginning. Like this would be perfect scenario, but if the shit hits the fan, then these are my minimums that I can stick to and make sure they're minimal. So it might just be fueling yourself um, appropriately, whether you're um, eating for fat loss or performance, might be getting your water in, might be getting your sleep, those would be the minimums that you can do. And then the maximums might be doing, getting all your runs in, getting all your workouts in. Um, and again, I've said before, I've got a bandwidth on workouts I do between four and six. So four would be a really bad week, six would be a great week. But anything between four and six is a win, as far as I'm concerned. So today, some of you have done this one before. Especially if you were ever on a twelve-week program, have done this, but it's about the hope theory. So you know that deposit psychology and the mindset around goal setting and achieving goals. I see it with a lot of you, where you set a goal and then at the first hurdle, you, you there's a problem, you might stumble at that first hurdle, and you think, oh, that's it, and you can't do it. And you use it as a tool to beat a stick to beat yourself up with because you couldn't do the first thing. So here's how we're going to reverse engineer it from the start and feeling hopeful cool about the outcome. Here comes the dog. Um, so, hope. Hope happens when your rational self meets your emotional self in the pursuit of a clear want. So something that you want. And we've spoken before about having intrinsic and extrinsic goals. So intrinsic goals are something that matter to you, really, really matters to you. Extrinsic, extrinsic um, goals are ones that are maybe imposed upon you. So maybe you go to the doctor and they say, oh, your BMI is too high, so you've got to lose weight they want you to lose weight you might not want to lose weight. So a goal that excites you with multiple pathways to help you navigate obstacles and commitment. So from the start we're thinking there will be obstacles it's a, it's again there will be obstacles at some time so there's a there's you're already kind of encompassing that there will be obstacles and the commitments take necessary action to see them through. Thank god you join me Gillian I've been sitting here on my own. Um, so if you're hopeful about your journey, you're more likely to achieve it. So I see it loads of times when people sign up and they've maybe done um, plans before and they've not been able to stick to it. And then they think, well, I'm going to sign up to this thing, but I probably won't be able to do it. So if you're not hopeful, so that kind of dream, believe, achieve thing, if you're not hopeful about your ability to succeed, you're not going to succeed. So we're going to start looking at how hope can can make sure that you get there. So... Working towards a goal, you'll know yourselves. The guys that have just signed up for HIROS, there's 35 of us so far, bloody amazing. Um, so when you signed up to a goal, you suddenly feel better, you feel lighter, you feel excited, and you feel hopeful that you're going to go and smash it. You're going to have moments of doubt throughout it. That is that is going to happen. But when you commit to a goal, it provides you with a sense of purpose, a feeling of control, um, and autonomy. Like, I'm in control of this. I, I can do this. I know I can, and you. Lots of you have already started getting out there, and then you're owning the process is something that's really important. So that you own it. So with my coaching, I don't. I give you guidelines, but I don't often tell you what to do because if I just tell you what to do and you're following instructions, you don't have any autonomy there. You're not owning the process. So then that makes you feel more confident, competent, and motivated. Um, and we monitor it throughout as well. So you've got to be able to kind of gauge whether I'm on track here. I'm not. But that is a really useful strategy to make sure that you can improve and promote the changes in behavior that you want to see. So, you're committing to a goal that makes you feel good in itself. People who sign up with me before they've done anything, before they've got a, a nutrition plan or anything, they're like, oh, I feel brilliant, I feel so much lighter, I feel really hopeful, I'm feeling really positive. So, just that commitment to the goal gives you a sense of purpose feels like you've got control of your life, that you can change these things that you're not happy about. And then owning the process in the way, owning all the progress. So a lot of people don't own their wins. They don't, they'll don't. they say, oh, it's thanks to you or it's thanks to Jen. No, we'll be there whether you turn up or not. You've got to turn up. So that is the goal there and the reason for goal setting. So hopeful. What's the point of being hopeful? You'll be more resilient when there's obstacles that are thrown in your way. So you'll be like, well, no, I know I can do this. This is a little blip. You'll cope with stress better, less anxiety and depression. You have more meaning and purpose in life, higher levels of well being when people have meaning and purpose, higher levels of performance. So that's already for me personally. Signed up to Hyrox on, or oh, the Hyrox thing came out on Friday smashed my training session on Saturday, smashed it on Sunday. So better levels of performance because there's a clear goal. I'm talking about high rocks because that's just happened. But if you're not signed up for high rocks, any goal will do the same thing. And more engagement, um, you're more creative. You'll set higher performance goals. So I never ever started out thinking I could do high rocks or a photo shoot or anything like that. But as times progressed and I've built confidence and I've realized what I'm capable of, the goals have got higher and higher. You're more motivated. You can see that already with everybody. Um, academic performance increases and you and the ability to set clear goals. I want to lose weight is not a clear goal. I want to do well at High is not a clear goal. Define all these things. Be very specific. What's doing well? Is it doing it in five hours? Is it doing it in an hour? What's, what's doing well? So we're going to do a wee little test. How hopeful are you? Now, Gillian, you're the only one on, and you're obviously eating, so you've not got pen and paper. But I'll pop this on the group as well, just so you can go through it. I'll I'll, um, uh, copy it out and put it on the group so you can go through it later. But basically, I'm going to ask you about 10, 12 questions, I think it is. And you're going to rate it from one to eight. So one is absolutely not true at all. Um, Two is mostly false, might be a bit of truth in it. Three, somewhat false. Four, slightly false. Five, slightly true. Six, somewhat true. Seven, mostly true. Eight, definitely true. When you're answering these questions, don't think about them too long. Just um, go with your first instinct about where it is. So one is absolutely not true, eight is, that's it. Bang on, you've hit the nail on the head. So question number one, what are you saying in the chat? Yeah, I can see you eating jelly. Um, Number one, I can think of many ways to get out of a jam. So one to eight, one is absolutely not, eight is 100%. I energetically pursue my goals. I feel tired most of the time. And I'm going through these quite quickly so that you don't have too much time to think about it. I feel tired most of the time. Four, there are lots of ways around any problem. Number five, I'm easily downed in an argument. So you're easily beaten in an argument. I can think of many ways to get things in the things in life that are important to me. Number seven, I worry about my health. Number eight, when others get discouraged, I know I can find a way to solve the problem. Number nine, by past experience, has have prepared me well for my future. Number 10, I've been pretty successful in life. Number 11, I usually find myself worrying about something. And number 12, I meet the goals that I set out for myself. So I'm just going to leave that on the screen for a wee second. Obviously, if you're listening to this back... Um, As I say, I'll copy these out and put them on the group so that you can have them in written form as well. So now we're gonna mark it. So for question two, nine, 10 and 12, add those scores together. So this is agency and that is how you can apply things. Pathways, so if you add items, the number of your scores for one, four, six, and eight, which means you can find various ways to do things. You're, you're resourceful. If something plan A doesn't work, you've got a plan B. And then your total hope score is you add the two together. I'm not sure you can be keeping up with this. If you're not, as I say, I'm going to print it out. So your total score is going to be somewhere between 40 or over 56. So 40 to 48, you're hopeful. 48 to 56, you're moderately hopeful. And 56 or higher is highly hopeful. So if you score low, you shouldn't really be able to score under 40, but let's say you do. If you score low, then let's have a look at that. That's something you can message me about. We can have a look at it to try and get you more hopeful about your journey. So that might be a self-confidence thing. It might be a knowledge thing, but let's get that sorted before we start taking any action on any goals and then we're happy there. All right, so now that we're feeling super hopeful about being able to um, achieve our goals, let's set some meaningful goals. So there's lots of goals out there. You might see someone on Instagram with this goal, or you might think they're all doing high rocks. Maybe I should do high rocks. Maybe high rocks isn't for you. I mean, I'm super excited about it and we'll probably talk about it for the next few weeks. But what's something that's meaningful to you? So when you think about your life goals, so this obviously we're talking about health and fitness, but... It releases a whole load of hormones, so just like that excited, hopeful, motivated feeling you get, it's it releases positive emotions. Can help with self regulation by planning out for the future. Helps identify internal conflicts and pathways. So there, if we've just done that hopeful thing and you're thinking, "Oh God, I'm not that hopeful at all," um, that can help you kind of resolve internal conflicts that you might have. It might be that you have no self belief. It might be that you've tried and failed before, so your firm belief is that you will fail this time again. And it brings awareness and clarity around what you're trying to achieve. So I think when you can be really clear on something, so again, entering an event that's got a date and a a time, so it might be Hyrux, might be a 10K, might be run, whatever it is, it helps you get really clear on what the purpose is for you turning up at the gym. So I haven't had a goal probably since, well, I was meant to do Hyrux in. April and then that got cancelled so since April I've not really had a goal and I've been training but it's just kind of been floundering through I've just kind of been doing a bit of what I fancy now there's a clear goal in place there's a very clear reason why I should work really hard in my workouts why I should turn up for my workouts and why I should rest and feel properly so there's a very clear objective to all of these things and why they're important and we've spoken before about having your why if you don't have a why, it's very hard to do stuff when you don't want to do it, or to do it well, or to train hard, or push yourself a little bit more. And visualizing your best possible future results, that's really powerful as well. So, what is your best possible results? So, again, being realistic about things as well. So, for me, I'm 47, um, I'm probably not going to beat an 18 year old female. And high rock so what is a good my best possible outcome for me and i've just had a look at my time from last year so my goal is to get the same time doing a singles as i did with the doubles i'd be more than happy with that it's not a sparkling time in the grand scheme of things but for me that's my best possible result if i do better than that brilliant um and you achieve more when you visualize that end result than if you don't so johnny wilkinson has notoriously he was a guy that, the rugby guy kicked the ball through the thing. I know so much about rugby. Um, but he visualised it over and over and over and over again. So that it was almost second nature. Lots of sports people do that. They visualise scoring a goal or, i trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about, the sports winning. Or the, the runners often visualise their start. That's an important bit. They start out the blocks. They visualise that. And they go through it bit by bit. They visualise crossing the finish line first. And that dream, believe, achieve thing again, that all falls into place. So what is your best possible future results for the end of October? We'll work on October for just now. If you've got longer term goals, brilliant. But what are your best possible results? Have a think about it. Dream big. What is If you went all in, What would be your best possible outcome that you could have? And then have a little minute thinking about it. So what is a meaningful goal? It's something that's more than just about you. Um, So with all of my work, it's all about other people. It's all about you guys. It's all about me helping you do the things I wish I'd done when I was younger. (laughs) Or having the help that I wish I'd had. So I've got a goal of helping people. And that gives me a huge amount of satisfaction. But it's not all about me. Interpersonal goals. So it serves others as well as yourself. It's really hardly to, hard to have a completely selfless task. And the third thing is that it's a, an important personal meaning. So if you bring this back to health and fitness, if it's just I want to look big, good in my bikini um, on, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I'm going to Turkey on Friday. I want to look good in my bikini on Saturday. That's not a really personal goal. It's It's... A very fleeting goal if it was something that was really really important to you and it is to a lot of people it's a very fleeting goal what happens after you've been in your bikini on Saturday what happens then the goal's gone so we're going to look at two goals we're going to have maintenance goals and enhancements goals so obviously we want to keep moving forward but if the shit does hit the fan and you can't do everything as amazingly as you wanted to do it what are your maintenance goals so what are the things that we need to do every single day so these are like your minimums your, your non-negotiables your steps your water your sleep your nutrition and your training movement and rest and restoration so what are your maintenance goals what are you not willing to let slip backwards and then what are your enhancement goals so what do you want to get better at what are the things that okay i'm, I'm okay at them but um i want to keep moving forward i want to get better at them So for me, um, it's about upping my training length because Hyrox is longer than an hour. It's also about my enhancement goals would be the slide pool. And my maintenance goals is to keep um, my base cardio fitness here, to keep that that there, my, my long, slow runs, my easier runs, my easier workouts. When you're really excited about a goal, it's really easy to just want to go and do all the exciting workouts, but actually some of the boring workouts are the ones that give you all your base fitness. So what would be a maintenance goal, the things that you do day in, day out, your non-negotiables, your repeatables that you do every day? And what would be your enhancement goal? So it might be that you need to tighten a wee bit up on nutrition. That might be something that needs look at. It might be that you need to work a wee bit harder in the gym. That maybe you go in and you do the class and that's fine, but you could work harder, but you don't. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Jillian is saying, "Stop throwing pits in class and I Actually, no, I can do something, but my brain is blocking me doing it. Um, yeah, and and that's a self belief thing, Jillian. So it's something that you want to be able to, um, have a word to yourself and say, "No, I can do it." And do you know what? If I do it and I fail, so what? I'm in a really supportive environment. It's absolutely fine. So, what would be a maintenance goal and what would be an enhancement goal? I'm going to put these on the group as your yeah, challenges this week. To come up with a maintenance goal and enhancement goal, so we want to get better. That, like, one two percent better every day. Imagine where you'd be in a month if you did one percent better every day for well, October's got thirty-one days, but we're on the second, so thirty days. If you got one percent better, how would you? Where would you be? So, let's start with a meaningful goal, and then break it down into maintenance goals and enhancement goals. So, what's the big goal? What's the big meaningful goal that really, really means something to you that if we got to the end of October and you'd achieve this, it would really, it would make a massive difference to you, your life, your confidence, your physique, whatever it is. What is the meaningful goal? And then the two goals underneath that are almost like your to-do list to get there. So what are the maintenance things? What are the things that have to happen day in, day out, non-negotiables? And then what are the things you need to get better at to get there? So you might find if you concentrate on these enhancement goals, that you'll blow your goal out of the water at the end of October, you'll be way further on than you thought you could be. Because we underestimate what we're actually capable of. Sometimes it's a bullshit story, you're telling yourself you don't have to do the work. I do it with the best of them. I do it with the best of them. So maintenance goals and enhancement goals. So what obstacles might arise? So when we we're talking about the hope theory at the beginning it was like your ability to know that you can hit your goal but also that any kind of obstacles and um, curveballs you can navigate them and then before we even get started let's find a way around that so if it does happen it's like cool i've got a plan for this i know how to get around it so what Think about the obstacles that might come up and then think about how you would navigate them if you did. How would you keep moving forward if you did? So examples that we've had in the last kind of month or so is people having COVID. How would you get around that killer hallway? How would you get around? I don't think I've done a lie without telling the dog to go away, ever. Um, yeah, so how would you get around that if you had COVID? What would you do then? um injuries we've had that as well people getting injured and not being able to somebody had a bad fall yesterday um on the rocks and has blown her knee up she's in the last week of the six-week program how are we going to navigate that so have a think about what are the things that could get in the way work might take over and um, kids might have festivals on or comps or whatever and you've got to try and work your way around that how are you going to navigate that think about ahead of time and can you adopt a growth mindset? So a growth mindset is being able to have a, a solution, exactly what we are just talking about. Fixed mindset is, I've got COVID, that's it. I can't do anything about it. Or um, I've not been able to stick to a nutrition plan, that's it, I just can't do it. Instead of thinking, well, actually, maybe if I tweak the plan, or maybe if I just knuckle down and stop bullshitting myself, or maybe if I approached it a little bit differently, maybe I could do it then. So thinking about how you can have a I can and I will attitude. How many times I need to point to that wall during the week? I don't know. I can't do it. You yeah. can. You'll find a way to make it work. That that sometimes to my detriment, but I always believe if you want to do something, you can find a way to make it work. Hundred percent. You will, and hundred percent. So how can you when problems come up? How can you instead of thinking, "Oh, that's it. It's all it's all gone it's out the window." How can you change that a little bit? I Need to have a drink. So we've got our meaningful goal, we've broken it down into maintenance goals and enhancement goals and then we've had to think about what problems might come up, what obstacles might get in the way and then we have a solution to get around them as well and we've got a a can and a will, I'll make it work, I'll find a way to make it work, I say that all the time. So what's your self-talk like, your self-esteem? Do you believe in your ability to hit your goals? You're really, really honest. I'll be honest. Um, Single child terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me. What if I can't do it? There's going to be moments of doubt. That's not to say that you can't ever have a moment and you think, oh, I'm not sure I can do this. That's almost normal. If you're reaching higher than you've reached before, you're setting higher goals for yourself, you're aiming for something big and scary, then there's going to be moments of doubt. That is totally normal. But if we have that growth mindset we spoke about, then we should be able to work our way around it. What if there are obstacles in the way? What are you going to do? Are you going to go, I knew I can do it? Or are you going to say, no, we just need a different path. We need a different plan. We need to do something a little bit different. So you can use motivation or willpower, but they're a limited resource. So we need to have that plan in place. So those enhancement goals and maintenance goals, These are the things that are going to keep you going on a daily, weekly basis. If you're relying on motivation, at the very start, motivation's always high. Always high. That's why I was in the gym bossing my workouts, but I know I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, this is hard work now. This is really hard work. So if I just rely on motivation, I'm not going to get very far. Or willpower. You need to have a little bit of discipline in there as well. And hope. So hope, the plans, the goals... The, the plan Bs or plan Cs, if you need them, and believing in your ability to hit that goal, and you'll get there 100%, you'll get there. How are you going to continue towards your goals when you feel unmotivated? So, you wake up and you're tired. So, we were uh Busted last night and um, didn't get home till after 12 o'clock. My body wakes up very early, so I've not had enough sleep today. How am I going to make sure that I'm going to continue towards my goals when I'm unmotivated? And I'm going to tell you what I did today. Um I didn't train. So that is how I'm continuing towards my goals because I'm not going to perform well. My body is tired. I had was very, a very, very active day yesterday. So I walk, uh, trained, walked, jumping about a busted. Very, very active day yesterday. So my decision was to rest today and then I'll get back and train tomorrow and i will be a much more effective training session. So that might not be the thing you expect to happen, but that was what I thought was my best way forward. It wasn't going to be a good session today because so I might feel well delay a day and then do the same session that I've missed. I'm not going to miss a day of one of my training sessions. I'm going to do the one I should have done today, but with much better quality, and therefore I will move towards my goal faster. Does that make sense? How will your maintenance goals to ensure you progress no matter what? So we've spoken before about habits and behaviours. If you can have these non-negotiables in as habits and behaviours, things that you do automatically, then you're still making progress, even if you decide today's the rest day. Self-belief. You need to have self-belief in your ability and in your means of achieving your goals. So you might have huge amounts of self-belief, but you think that plan Fiona gave me is a bit rubbish. I don't think it's going to get me there. If that's the case, come back to me and we'll change it. But you need to have the belief in your ability and your plan and then you get a successful outcome if you don't trust the plan you don't trust the process you've heard that a million times haven't you trust the process so sometimes i give people nutrition plans and they try and undercut it or i give them workouts do three a week and they try and do seven a week don't do that trust the process trust the process i know what i'm doing i promise you (laughs) and so a little bit of homework i'm going to put a goal setting worksheet up for you so that we can absolutely nail the next four weeks. And so a lot of you have already put the goals out. And if you want to just have it, if you've got it written, um, somebody sent me their, um, Louise sent me a picture of their uh, goals for the week and their schedule and all the rest of it. Um, and on Thursday had S club. I said, like, "Oh, she's going to see S club seven, strength club." <laughs> Made me laugh a lot. I'm like, "Oh, S club, no, strength club." So what are the goals that you're going to have? Fill out that worksheet. Again, if you've got it written somewhere else, you will have to do that worksheet, but have it written down somewhere. Having it written down means that you are already 42% more likely to achieve that goal. If it's written down, pen and paper, old school, you're more likely, 42% more likely to achieve it than if it's just in your head. All right. Are we ready to start taking control of the rest of the year? Not much of it left, is there? Are we definitely ready? I think we are. I think we are. What are you going to t- take action on right now? What's the first thing you can do? Mine would be to get your plan sorted out. Define your goals. What exactly is it that you want to achieve by the 31st of October? Exactly. The more precise you can be, the better. So my double sign for is one twenty four and one second, apparently. So I've got a very specific goal there. I'm going to try and beat it but what are you going to need to have action on the very specific thing that you want to achieve by the end of the month? All right. We know the saying, don't we? It's quoted back at me a lot. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Um, And you can and you will. And I know I say that all the time and it's kind of like, um, oh yeah, that's what Fiona says or it's written on the wall in the gym. But I need you to believe that because whether you think you can or you can't, there's another quote. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So if you continually just keep telling yourself, I can and I will, I can and I will. Keep saying it often enough, you're going to start believing it. And I do it on the <laughs> on the leg press quite often. I can and I will. You watch me do it when um, I'm doing the slide pill. Make might be swearing as well. Well, I can and I will. If you have that determination, that self-belief and determination, you'll 110% get there. Any questions at all? So Dylan, you're the only one on just now, but Pop any questions you've got in the chat. And then obviously everyone else will either be watching it back or um, listening back. So you can pop a little um, question or comment under the post and, or you can private message if it's something a bit more specific. Any questions, Gillian? No, just put no if you don't. No. All right, I shall leave you all to your Monday evening. Um, Let's get those goals locked in. Locked in, another super successful October, um, and then we're into November, December, aren't we? But let's go. Let's absolutely go. Um, If anybody is interested in high ropes, I have someone who is looking for a doubles partner. um, And there are still doubles spaces left, the relay is all sold out. So it would need to be doubles or singles if you want to do it. But uh, let's go let's go put me a message if you're interested in doing doubles it's a fantastic event we've got six months pretty much to train for it five months to train for it totally doable from anybody's start position so put me a message if you're interested we will need to move fast just because it is selling it pretty quickly um but i think everybody's in who wants to be in so far but i do need a partner for somebody um to be able to do doubles all right take care enjoy your evening let's get those goals set see you soon